That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. I feel like it's probably the most Winston-Salem thing I've ever done. Is an interview for a Texas Pete commercial. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right. This is a podcast about talking. This time, it's a podcast about Texas Pete. Texas Pete's one of my favorite subjects. Right. So we're your co-hosts. My name's Peter. I'm Cecil. And we are going to talk about, not me, because I'm from Annapolis, <laughs> but we're going to talk about Texas Pete. I love Texas Pete. We have a, we have a say in our family that it's not complete to add a little Pete. Oh, my gracious. So, you know, just for those of your that are joining to the podcast, you know, we, uh, we just try to spend some time talking about a subject that one or neither of us really know anything about. <laughs> and so the point, if you're a new listener, one, we're glad you're here. Thank you for being here. And we just try not to kill the conversation by looking something up immediately. Right. We're not, I'm not going to fact check Cecil when he says something obscure or yeah. irrelevant, and he's not going to check, uh, fact check me if I say something bizarre and right. somewhat... But we are going to say that don't, don't sound, sound right. right. So, the uh, I've only read the headline of what you've told me about. I've done no research on this. Well, that's that's fine. It was in it was in the newspaper today, right. actually. And uh, you know, funny thing about the newspaper is, a yeah. I still get the newspaper. So do I. You still get the newspaper? Yes. Yeah, I think our We're daughters will point out. Yeah. I think our daughters <laughs> will point out that's another thing we have in comment that's yes. a little eerie. Right. But you know how we started. I never got the newspaper. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I was not planning on getting the newspaper. Right. When um, when Bunny and I were engaged, we decided to kind of write down a list of things we thought the other person would be surprised about us. Right. And one of the things she wrote down was she wanted the newspaper delivered to her house. Huh. She wanted it at the end of her driveway every morning. Did she grow up getting the newspaper? Yeah, she did. Okay. And so here we are. Right. 24 years later. And it comes to your house this morning, and on the front page is Texas Pete. Is getting sued. Really? Yes. Who getting, would sue Texas Pete? Well, you know, there's this, um, so there's this thing. It's, there's this person out in California. And evidently in California, uh-huh. the bar is pretty low to um, what constitutes a frivolous lawsuit. Uh-huh. And so this guy is calling a class action lawsuit against Texas Pete for for making a hot sauce uh, that isn't from Texas. <laughs> so for if you don't know, Texas Pete is actually made here in Winston Salem, North yes. Carolina. Yes. Uh, when I used to, I used to it's over you know it's on Indiana Avenue. Yes, the plant. Right. And I used to work uh, over at the airport, and so right. I had to drive by. Texas Pete every right. morning and every evening. And when the wind was just right, I mean, it smelled spicy and good. You could smell Texas Pete. So anyway, uh, yeah, so the the guy said in the lawsuit that he would have paid significantly less than $3 a bottle. If he had known it was <laughs> if not he had from known Texas. It wasn't from Texas. Who 
who in America still thinks that Texas Pete's from Texas? Second of all, he also claims that there are plenty of companies uh, who make hot sauce from Texas. Right. And they have suffered and uh, lost business to the name Texas Pete. Wow. And it's false advertising. Huh. <laughs> I, I did not know that's what the lawsuit was about. I can't believe that that would be allowed to go forward. It's evidently, well, that's the thing. The, like yeah. I said, the bar is kind of low. Oh, bars, yeah. And it kind of ticks me off. <laughs> you know, it really, I mean, it kind of ticks me off. Well, I, I think... I mean, I'm already on the edge of not buying California wines, <laughs> and so I think I'm there. I would think it'd be a giveaway when you look on the bottle and it says, Made in Winston-Salem. Well, I, yeah, I guess, you know, it's right. the fine print. It's not even, yeah, it's right there. It's pretty... Obvious. Do you think the, maybe he just did an Amazon order of I Texas Pete? Yeah, maybe just assumed. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, you know, this isn't the first lawsuit like this to go down. Really? Yeah. And they're all from California. There were huh. three against our other home company, Krispy Kreme. Three lawsuits? Three lawsuits. What can you, what can you Class find? Class action lawsuits against Krispy Kreme. What did they do? Well, the first thing they did is they had raspberry-filled donuts. Okay. And evidently... Which I've had and enjoyed? yes. And did you buy them for their antioxidant value? I buy nothing at Krispy Kreme for any value. Did you buy the raspberry donut to get more vitamin C in your diet? I did not. Did you buy it to hopefully fight cancer with the the strength of that power? I was hoping it would not give me cancer. Yeah, well, that's why they're suing them, because it's not made with real raspberries. Right. And so they they felt, well, I would have paid significantly less than $1.09 a donut had known it wasn't real raspberry. It wasn't fighting cancer. Right. So they bought the donut with the hope that the antioxidants would yes. save them. So that cancer. somehow that the, the vitamin C and the fruit would right. offset the fried cake and yeast products. Yes. Right. So the other part so of the lawsuit. So that was the first one. That was the, the other part of the lawsuit uh, was the maple glazed donut. <laughs> <laughs> Not made with real maple syrup or right. real maple. Yeah. And Which I some, assume it's not. There's some health benefits, evidently, to maple syrup. Real maple syrup. I, I suppose. So, so that's, that's, that was the other part of the same lawsuit. Yeah. All this don't sound right. Right. Next lawsuit yeah. was that they were suing Krispy Kreme over the apple fritters. The apple fritter donut. Why? Because there was a misprint on how many calories and how much sugar was uh. in the donut. I would just say it would always be a lot. It would be a lot more. It would be a lot more than the regular donut. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there was a misprint, uh, at least at the store. Right on the website, it was cleared up. Huh. So, but so far, both those side, both those lawsuits were dropped. I would hope so. They were dropped, and right. then there's the third one, which uh, was actually a repeat of the first one. Of the raspberry person? one, Different, yeah, right. yeah, fruit, fruit flavor. Well, fruit you know, there's donuts. there's nothing new under the sun because back in the '80s, I remember people would get mad because there would be no cherries in the cherry pie at McDonald's, and so they have these exposés where the news would open up a cherry yeah, there's pie. Not, there's not any cherries in the cherry. Pie. They would open up, and there might be one cherry or or no cherries. It'd just be really? all yeah. And so they that would, don't sound. Are they you would, sure? yeah, yeah. They would do the expose, and then they would open I'm up the apple sure I've pie. Had one of those apple pies, and there's chunks. Of, maybe there's, look, there had chunks pie. of apple okay. in there, but yeah, sometimes they would open up the cherry pies, and there'd be no cherry. Okay. Yeah. So this is there's nothing. There's nothing to say. there, right? Right, right? That's right. Right. Yeah. So you know that. You know, so it just goes back. You know, I'm just kind of ticked off about this whole thing. We know my because uh, look, think about this way, Cecil. So we have to 
our, our hometown companies have to hire lawyers right. to defend themselves against these clowns right. in California right. who can think they can just sue for any old reason. <laughs> so what does that do to the price of our dollar nine donut? It makes it go up. It's about dollar thirty nine now. That's right. Good luck, Texas Pete. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, I'm pulling for you. I'm just gonna have to go have to buy a big old jug of it or something. Yeah. Now you have a um, you have a connection. We do to Texas Pete. I actually have two family. connections to Texas Pete. Let's hear about them. So when I wrote a letter, which I still have a copy of, years ago, twenty years ago, to give them the slogan, it's just not complete to you add a little Pete. <laughs> and so I sealed the letter up in case they ever used it, so I could prove that I had the idea first. But the more the bigger connection is my daughter uh, auditioned for a Texas Peak commercial. No kidding. Yeah. So Sophie, uh, so tell us a little bit about this story about your connection to Texas Peak. Now remember, it's not me. I'm from Annapolis. Right. This is Texas Peak, the hot sauce here in Winston Salem. In Winston Salem. Which is not in Texas. Correct. So the lawsuit says. So tell us, tell us what's going on. I feel like it's probably the most Winston Salem thing I've ever done. Is okay. right. interview for a Texas Pete commercial. All right. I guess I was in middle school or early high school, but okay. it was during my theater days. Ah, okay. And right. I was really committed. So it was when I was doing like musical theater and a glee club. And I, someone found out about this opportunity that you could audition uh, for a okay. Texas Pete commercial. All right. all right. So me and a group of my friends that all did theater together, we went to this. It was behind where um, the news station is here. Okay. And yeah, like yeah. one of those like brick buildings in the back. That's where it was. And we like waited in line for a long time. Was the line wrapped around the building a couple oh, of times? Oh, I really... All these hopeful teenagers to get on the commercial? I can't remember. The only two things that I remember, well, like the three things I remember. One was that they wanted it to be like a family commercial, so mm -hmm. they sent me and one of my guy friends in with me because we looked like brother and sister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right. we were trying to convince the auditioners or the panel right. that we were brother and sister and so we could like pull off that we were family. Okay, all right. Second oh, thing. So they, were, they didn't know you were brother and sister. No, yeah, we were trying to like convince them that we okay, could like okay. seem like brother and sister for a All commercial because right. we were actors. Sure. Then I remember that you had to they it was like encouraged or not. It was a bonus if you could ride a bike. Okay. <laughs> so, like I think they wanted people that can ride a bike. Now I can understand a bonus if you could ride a unicycle, but you just had to ride a bike. You just had to be able to ride a bike. And you you were were good with bikes. Yes. Okay. I was clear on riding the bike. All right. And I remember us going in for the audition. I, I don't remember anything we did, but my other friends that went in for a separate group, they had to sing happy birthday for them. Oh, Needless man. to say, I did not get the commercial. And I also just want to go on the record and say I've never seen a Texas Pete commercial. So it feels a little bit like... Well, yeah, did we ever see that? I've, I've never seen a Texas Pete commercial. But That's, apparently it got cast. It got That's cast. That's what I heard. They must have filmed it. I wonder if it, oh, yeah. So maybe I should move to California and I should sue Texas Pete that I didn't get the commercial. Now we're not suing Texas Pete, Sophie. <laughs> it's our hometown brand. Oh. Now if now if the it was a Hollywood studio that came and interviewed you and they never picked you or they never aired the commercial, let's sue them. All right. I think my auditioning days for commercials are over, but if anything happens in that really specific category i'll let you know well i tell you what um this podcast is growing in popularity 
Someone might be listening to and say, we need to get that Sophie back on the line. Whoever's listening, I can ride a bike. <laughs> you need that for your commercial. Hi, I'm Camille Davis. I'm introducing the Words of Wisdom. Hey, Camille. Hey, Camille. Hello. Thanks for doing that. That's the school nights. You got to go hop in bed. Yep. I love you. Love you. So for tonight's Words of Wisdom, I think we should hear from the attorneys. Krispy yeah. Kreme's attorneys. Yeah, Krispy Kreme's had some very wise things to say. And probably the best takeaway yeah. from this whole episode is that one should not expect a donut to deliver the same level as antioxidants, for example, as green tea. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Krispy Kreme attorneys. I'm happy to report that mm. all three of those lawsuits right. were eventually dropped. I'm glad. Or settled in some kind of way. It still irks my soul. Right. Well, you know, it's like somebody suing, you know, because there's not really a Mr. Coffee. <laughs> Have you heard this? <laughs> I actually stole that from a comedian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, so, some things wouldn't surprise me these days. Yeah. Well, you know, um, so this hits pretty close to home to me, obviously. Yes, between your, uh, your saying and the letter that you wrote. Yes. Sophie's audition right. for a top spot commercial that you know we never saw we might have to go look on the YouTube and see if we can find this commercial so I've seen Someone's one Texas Peak commercial and yeah. it was a print com well I've seen print commercials I right. don't think I've ever seen a TV commercial do you think that she was auditioning for a print commercial I don't know okay but I remember a family oriented print commercial where they had like all the different family members there that might have been it yeah okay that might so. have been it now, if any of my college chums are listening, there's at least a few of you who now eat Texas Pete because of me. You would see me every single day in Marshbanks Cafeteria, grab a bottle of Texas Pete and go to the table with it. What would you put it on? I would put it on everything on that tray. So it's kind of like your ketchup. Yes. Yeah, okay. No, I, I, I mean, right. Texas Pete to me is one of the best balanced hot sauces out there. Yeah, it's, you know, at the end of the day, well, this might be another word my family would say, right. uh, the words of wisdom would be, don't let dad put the spice <laughs> in the chili. Right. Because Texas Pete, I'd find, isn't really that It's not that hot. Spicy. It's right, not right, hot. It doesn't right. burn. It's a great sauce. It's a good, it's a good flavoring. Yeah. And that's why I like it. But, you know, I've noticed something strange about Texas Pete over the years. So there's another hot sauce out there that to me tastes more like Texas Pete used to taste really? than Texas Pete tastes now. What is it? I might get sued for saying this. It's Frank's Hot Sauce. Oh, really? You think? Frank's Hot Sauce. Have they dialed back Texas Pete, you think? I don't know. Like, if, you, don't if you remember, no, like so. even today when we were eating lunch, you yeah. know, the Texas Pete bottles were on the table. Yeah. They weren't gunked up. Right. But used to, if you had a Texas Pete bottle that had sat on the restaurant table like that, it would be real gunked up. So you it, think they changed the recipe? I think the re I would, I would be... You think there's some anti-gunking I think there's some anti-gunking. I mean, used to, if you there was a Texas Pete bottle on a, a restaurant table, yeah, it was just yeah, gunked up very, at the top. The, the, well, the opening is very small to begin with. Yeah. And a little by little, it would start yeah. shrinking but down. But when have you seen them shake the fire out of them? When have you seen a bottle like that recently? Well, I have a bottle at my house... And the opening is bigger. Right. But, and it's, so something's changed. I think the xanthan gum or something content has nah, changed. come on. And Frank's is, the, is no more like the original. They would do that. They would not do that. Coca-Cola did it. There's no, there's just, yeah, look what they did. Look what happened to them. <laughs> come on. So I, I'm just saying, it doesn't seem like the Pete of my youth. 
Maybe your taste buds have changed, Cecil. Maybe I should sue. No, we don't do that. <laughs> we do not do that. We, and we don't drink California wine either. And yeah. I'll point out there's a grape. We have to have a whole other podcast on this. I don't know why you have a thing about California wine. Oh, it's well, after reading all these articles about uh, Californians suing our North Carolina hometown companies, companies. because of. They, they think they're going to get, you know, they're going to save their lives by eating right. fried cakes. So right. I don't. Yeah, uh, I got you. So you're just it. boycotting California. I'm just a little, I'm just a little <laughs> right now. Well, it doesn't sound right, Peter. There's a, what's but, that? But <laughs> we've come to the end of another oh, okay. right. Unless right. you had a following comment. No, you're, we're going to, um, before I get into my grumpy old man right, you better call it. You better call the show. <laughs> we have come to the end of another that don't sound right. Hey, so, yeah, so uh, maybe the listeners are thanking us for ending the show now, but we definitely want to thank you, the listeners, for being part of our conversation. It doesn't escape us that you uh, put on your earbuds or you connect your phone to your, t- your, um, your, your car and you listen to us talk every yes. week. And thank we you. really appreciate it. We do appreciate it. So That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. We want to thank our chief uh, sound engineer and bottle washer. That'd be uh, Cecil Davis. Thanks, Cecil. Uh, we want to chief our chief web designer is Jay Peter Billman. I'm here to I'm here to help. <laughs> our, <laughs> our chief graphics designer is Emily Billman. Hey, Emily, we miss you. Brand ambassador is Brent. Way to go, Brent. And as always, listener number one is Scott. So until next Saturday night, keep talking and stay curious. Mm-hmm.